Amen. So I want to start a five-week series entitled Lift. Amen. Lift. And we're going to look at different aspects of this series. I'm going to begin in Psalm 121. Psalm 121. Powerful, powerful psalm. I'm going to do the whole psalm. Can you believe that? I'm going to do the whole psalm today. <laughs> Amen. The media team uh, asked me, now, you didn't give me the verse, Pastor. I said, no, nah, we're going to do the whole book. I'm like, wow, okay. It's, it's so rich. It's so rich. I, I just couldn't, couldn't leave it there. Amen. Psalm 121, we're going to read the whole thing. Uh, it, and it says... If you stand for the reading of God's word, if you can. He says, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence come my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heavens, who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. He who keeps you will neither slumber nor sleep. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not smite you by night, nor the moon by day. The Lord will protect you from all evil. He will keep your soul. The Lord will guard your going Guard your going out and your coming in from this time, stay today, from this time forth and forever. I want to begin this series entitled Lift, but the first lift, first thing I want you to know if you're going to encourage yourself, you're going to live in encouragement, first thing you got to do is lift your eyes. Amen. Tell your neighbor, lift your eyes. Amen. Looking for your help. Lift your eyes. Amen. 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 It is said that the eye is the lamp of the body. The eyes is the lamp of the body. And if the eye is full of darkness, your whole body will be filled with darkness. If your eyes is full of light, your life will be illuminative. You will live in the light. It's amazing because oftentimes, saints, we look at our situations that we're going through with an eye of darkness. It's amazing. It's amazing because... We all want to make it through whatever we're going through. But sometimes we don't look at our situation the way we need to look at it. The power of encouragement. We all know that we need some form of encouragement uh, in this thing called life. Sometimes it feels like you're all alone in your battles and trials. We can become so accustomed to discouragement that all we do is we look down. We look away. We don't look at our situation as we should. 
If we linger in discouragement, it can be costly. It can be defeated. You can be defeated. You can be feel hopeless. It can literally sap you of your energy and your vision. Do I have anybody this morning? Anybody here ever lived in discouragement? Come on, somebody. Anybody ever lost sight, amen, of what you're going through? I mean, listen, you couldn't even lift your head, much less lift your eyes. Amen. It, it, it seems to me that discouragement can somehow consume us. Amen. It can keep us from doing what needs to be done because we don't want to face what we're looking at. Do I have anybody? It can even become contagious. It can become contagious to the point where others around you. That's what I was trying to do earlier while I was encouraging you in worship because, amen, because sometimes our discouragement can be passed on to somebody else because of how we're looking at our situation. I believe that if you want to get a lift from discouragement, you have to look for help. Amen. I believe that the problem with most people is they don't want to ask for help. Come on, somebody. Because somehow they feel like they're weak. Sometimes, somehow they may feel like, you know, if I ask for help, I may look like I don't have it together. But I want to help somebody. I want to ask you a question today. Who's going to help you? Who's going to help you in those discouraging days? Who's going to help you in discouraging times? In this series, we will look at the different areas that we need a lift in. Amen. So that we can understand and apply the power of encouragement in our lives. This particular psalm, amen, Psalm 23 uh, is a psalm of trust. Uh, the second song of the ascent psalms is Psalm 20. Psalm 1, I'm sorry, Psalm 120. Psalm 120 sets the stage for the Israelites because these were what you call Psalms of ascent. When the Israelite would set out on his journey, so I want you to picture when we look at this, when we look at the passage here in a minute, we'll see that when you set, when they would set out for their journey, they would sing songs. Tell your neighbor encouragement. See, we need a little music for the journey. <laughs> we need a song for the journey. We need to sing a song every now and then that will encourage us in spite of what we're going through. Are, are you with me? And so uh, when, the, when, the, when, the, when the Israelites would set out on their journey to the holy city, they would sing this song, Psalm 121, on the road to the temple. May I ask you a question? What song are you singing? Come on, help me, somebody. What, what, what are, are you singing a sad old song? Are you, come on, somebody, are you singing uh, the wrong song? I'm just saying, do, do you have any joy that's going on on the inside of you right now in spite of what you're going through? I know what it looks like right now. Amen. I know. And, and, and this psalm is really a responsive singing psalm. One person would sing one verse, the other person would sing the other verse. That's why it begins the way it does. And the psalmist understood that it, on this journey, it was dangerous. 
Amen. It was dry. It was dusty. Amen. And it was a long journey. I'm trying to help somebody here. Amen. Somebody here today, you've been on this road. Come on, help me somebody. A long time. It's lonely. It's dusty. It's dry. Come on, somebody. It's discouraging. But I want to help somebody today. Amen. We can learn something from this song because this is exactly what it is. Amen. And and I want to say this to you. Do you often look down? Do you often look away? Do you often look to people for your help? Can I tell you something? People will let you down. But the one thing you got to know about this journey called life, if you keep your eyes fixed on the right thing, If you keep your eyes fixed, and I know that's easy to say because Peter, when he got out the boat, he had it right. He stepped out and he had his eyes fixed on Jesus. But see, what happens in life, saints, it's the winds. And when the winds and the distractions come, we take our eyes, come on somebody, off of Jesus. Can I ask you a question? Do you, do, do you often consume yourself with your troubles and your trials? Amen. Can I tell somebody something? You've looked down for too long. Come on, somebody. You've compromised for too long. Come on, somebody. You've looked away for too long. Today, you ought to lift your eyes. Today, you ought to lift your eyes. It's amazing. It's amazing because when I think about what I fixed my eyes on, and sometimes the enemy will place a picture of your situation to cause you to think that there's no hope in view. Do I have anybody? And I want to say to somebody here this morning, there is hope for you. There is hope for you. You see, the question now is what type of help? Can God give us? Let's, let's look at this together. Verse 1, he says, he says, the psalmist says, now remember, they're on their road, they're on their way to the temple. See, I believe if you came here this morning looking for something, come on somebody. I came, I, I came here looking for my liberation. I came here looking for my Lord. I came here this morning to look for my help because I know where my help is. My help is in the Lord. Verse 1, he says, I will lift my eyes to the word. Now, Now, the King James says to the hills. So picture this. They're on their way to Jerusalem. They look up and all they see is the hill country. Sometimes, amen, you're looking up and all you can see is what? Obstructions. All you see is things, watch this, blocking your view of God. Sometimes you want to be positive. Come on, somebody. But yet when you look up, all you see is things that are blocking your view of God. Do I have anybody? He says, I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to lift my eyes. Listen, I should be discouraged. Listen, I'm not. Listen, I know I got to be cautious 
I know I got to be careful. I know I got to look out for the enemies on the road to the temple. But guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to lift my eyes above. Come on, somebody. Tell your neighbor, lift your eyes above your situation. Listen, you got to look a little higher because on the other side of that mountain, on the other side of that mountain is your deliverance. Do I have anybody? He says, he says, I will lift my eyes to the mountains or to the hills. Now, it's a rhetorical question because look what he says. It tells me something that sometimes we even question. Oh, come on, somebody. Because of the way it looks and somebody here, you're just judging things on the outside not realizing that God is working on the inside. Never forget the journey that you're on. God has set you out on a journey. But, but discouragement can come from what you see. If your head is always hung low. If your eyes is always looking down. Amen. Look what he says. He says, I will lift my eyes to the, to the what? To, to, to the hills or to the mountains, which, now look what he asked. Look what he asked. He asked the question, where shall my help come? Where? You ever been there? I'm just saying, come on, somebody help me. Let me ask, see, 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 here's the thing. The reason why we can't lift our eyes because we feel helpless. And that's what the psalmist is saying. I'm helpless. So what type of help does God give? I'm glad you asked. Got four things we're going to sit down. Look at verse two. He says, my help, my help. Come on, tell me something. My, 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 my help comes from the Lord. But 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 not 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 only that, watch this. I want to show you there's something you got to catch right here. There's something you got to catch right here. He says, My help comes from the Lord, but notice how he describes God. Who made oh see, there's one thing to rely on someone for help that's limited. See, I don't know. I don't know if we really understand how powerful God is. God made what? Heaven. And if he made heaven and earth, do you not think that he can fix your... See, you've been looking to the wrong person for your help. We've been looking at the wrong thing for our help. And so the first thing that we need to understand about our help, the first thing is what? We have what? Powerful help. Tell your neighbor we got powerful help. God created everything. He knew the only way to make us, to make this journey was to lift his eyes to see. Tell your neighbor I'm looking for the power of God. You have some powerful help on your side. We are not hopeless. We can be encouraged today that no matter what our finances may look like, no matter where you are right now in your faith, that we have some powerful help. Tell your neighbor, I got some powerful help on my side. 
I got some powerful help. God who created everything. God who blew into the nostrils of man and made him, hallelujah, into a living being. Do I have anybody? God who is our refuge and strength. I'm talking to somebody here. Listen, when I get discouraged, I realize, yeah, I can call somebody. I can call a whole lot of people to hear my cry. But the one thing I know, I got some help. And the one who can help me, he has all power. Let me help somebody. He has, And the thing about him having, being powerful, he has all power in his hands. God can take our situation today. Come on, somebody. I told you this last week. That he causes all things. Who wouldn't serve a God like that? That can take my good. That can take my bad. That can take my in-betweens. And he can mesh it together. And it can turn out for something good for me. I'm glad today. That I asked the question. Where am I? Where are we going to get help from? Where are we going to? i tell you where our help is going to come from. Our help is going to come from the Lord. The psalmist turned to God. He looked to God. He says, I'm going to lift, I'm going to stop looking down. Somebody here, you keep walking around. Every time you walk around, you walk like this. With your eyes down. I'm going to get to the head next time. But, but what you're focused on right now, the reason you can't see hope is because you don't know the power of God. I've seen the power of God. I've seen God change lives. I've seen his power. If God created the heaven and earth, do you not think that he can fix your... Come on, somebody. Do you not know he can change that boss's heart? Do you not know that he can turn the the situation around in your finances? Do you not know he can turn the situation around with your health? Do you not know that he is powerful? Who are you turning to for help? That's a very important thing. We all need help. We all got an SOS sign somewhere. Come on, somebody. But the question is, who are we running to for help? He said, where where am I going to get some help from? My situation looks terrible. But look what he goes on to say in verse 3. He says, he will not. Here's what he knows about God. Look what he knows about God, y'all. He says, he will not. Now, now, now in the Hebrew, it's an emphatic. Look what he says. For those of you who have lost hope and, and you keep saying, this is always going to happen to me. You got to take that always out your vocabulary. This always going to happen to me. This always going to happen to me. Look what he says. He says, he will not allow your foot to what? Now, now let, let, me, let, me just say, let me just say something for a minute. God says, and the psalmist says, he will not allow you, your foot to slip. So that means he's in control. See, if you let go... If I'm saying, if you let go and let God, if you just let your life go for a minute, come on, get out the driver's seat for a minute. Listen, listen, listen. He says, even though you're going to fall, you're not going to fall all the way. He says he will not allow your foot to what? To slip. 
But here's what he says. He who keeps you will not. Oh, I wish I had somebody. You see, I got some folk that fell asleep on me. Folk I was, folk I was depending on. As a matter of fact, Jesus said, listen, could y'all not stay up for one hour? I'm about to go die, but you sleep. Who can you trust in this journey? Who can you depend on in this journey? But I want to tell somebody here, you can depend on God. God says, listen, you may look like you're falling, but that ain't me. Your eyes have to be fixed on me. Watch what he says. He says, he will not allow your foot to slip. In other words, even while you're walking on slippery ground right now, God says, I got you. So not only does he give you powerful help, but the next thing he gives you is preventing help. So what he does is he goes before you. And what he does is he gives you insight before you get to where you're going. See, in order for you not to slip, you got to know that it's slippery. And the God that keeps you will inform you that ain't the road to go down. Come on, somebody. I thank God, hallelujah to his name, that he never sleeps. The beauty of it is that God never sleeps. He doesn't get tired. Amen. He doesn't get tired of you. Complaining. Come on, somebody. He doesn't get tired of you crying. He doesn't get tired of you being disobedient. Come on. He doesn't get tired at all. And God does not sleep. Do I have anybody? This is like insurance, but more like assurance. See, when I, 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 when I think about, hallelujah, and and this is what we do every month, right? When it comes around bill time, mm mm-hmm. Come around build time, we, we're shaky. We're, listen, listen, we're, 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 we're all, we're, we lose all faith because of how it looks. I wish I had somebody. But if you know the God that gives you preventing help, come on somebody, you'll understand that he will not allow you to slip. Because if you fail, his name is attached to you. Do I have anybody? And what the devil thought he's doing or what the devil thought he can do to you, God has already seen it. I thank God that he never sleeps. I thank God that he does not slumber. In other words, in other words, he's a God that does not, he doesn't get drowsy. You can't catch God slipping. Lord Jesus, listen, you, if, you, if you only know who you are, God I, God, I thank you for your, but see, here's the thing, right? If you're not looking to God, you can't see all of this. That's why he says, you know what? Rather than worrying about if we're going to die on this journey, I'm going to. And I'm going to keep my eyes lifted because I got what? Protective hell. I have what? You know what preventive means, right? Uh-huh. But, but watch this. But he prepares you before it happens. Come on, somebody. I'm going to say it one more time. He what? He prepares. So, so what he'll do, he'll expose some things to you. 
Come on, somebody. He'll show you the areas that you need developing in. He'll show you some things because, watch this, because you need what? Help. Why do we go to the, why do we go to the doctor? Come on, somebody. And, and, and why do we go, when we go to the doctor, we're not sick. We go every year so that we can pre, come on, somebody. We can prevent some things from happening. So his help comes, watch this, not as we think, but it comes in such a way where God prevents some things, but God also prevents you from doing some things. But you got to lift your eyes. Are you with me? He will not let you slip. Hey, if you don't lift your eyes, how will you be able to see? Look what he says next. Verse 5. The Lord is your what? Who? The Lord is your keeper. I know you thought you got it together. <laughs> I, I know you thought maybe possibly that, that, you know, for some reason, possibly everything is working out because you've accomplished so much in life. But the only reason you're still standing, the only reason you haven't given up yet, come on somebody, the only reason you still have hope to keep going is because God is the one that's keeping you. God is the one that's keeping you. The text says the Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade. Come on, somebody. The, the, you know, the picture is he's, they're outside. They're walking to Jerusalem in this hot desert. And he said that even, I'm talking about external now. Watch this. Even when the heat is on, God becomes a shade. Oh, somebody know what I'm talking about. Somebody know what I'm talking about. It's hot out there right now. It seems like there's no shelter. It seems like, it, 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 listen, it seems like there's no hope in this situation. But I want to encourage you that the Lord is your shade. He says he's your shade on your right hand. Look at verse 6. The sun will not smite you. Oh. Now watch this. This journey that they were on. It recognized that this, that it's a day and night journey. You, you don't get no breaks from this journey. See, the moon can hit you too. <laughs> Come on, somebody. But he says, the sun shall not smite you by day, nor the moon by night. So not only does God give us preventing help. Oh, I thank God for this one right here. But he gives us See, this is why you can't give up. God been preserving you. He's putting stuff in you. You passed the last test. Come on, lift your eyes. See what's really going on. Stop looking down. Start looking up. You keep looking at it and you keep fixating your mind on it. But look how far. Tell your neighbor, I done come a long way. Oh, I wish I had somebody. 
I wish I had somebody to know what I'm talking about. See, we, some of y'all ain't like y'all ain't been through nothing. But I want to tell you something. If God didn't keep me, I wouldn't be standing here today. If God did not hold me up. If he didn't shade me when all those shady people came around me. Come on, somebody. I wish I had somebody. I wish I had somebody. The sun and the moon won't hurt you. Watch this. Why is God throwing positive shade on you? See, the kids say, stop throwing shade. But this is positive shade. Watch this. Here's how powerful God is. You can be in the midst of the heat and he'll cover you. You could be in a situation that looks impossible. Some of us been in some impossible situations. And watch this. He brought you out. Who shaded you? Who shielded you? Who picked you up? Who turned you around? I wish I had somebody. See, that's, that's what we mean when we say preserving help. God is investing in you to preserve you. Watch this for your purpose. But you got to ask for help. See, a lot of us don't want to ask for help. But he says here, he said, listen, man, listen, the son, Lord's your keeper. The Lord is your keeper. And, and you know, that word carries the idea. Hallelujah. Of preserving you. Of watching over you. You're, you're, you're not alone. Don't ever think that you're in this thing alone. You're not alone in this thing. But you got to encourage yourself. You got to get out of discouragement. Got to lift your eyes. Lift your eyes so you can see better. Lift your eyes. Stop looking down. I keep, I keep staying there because some of us, we look away. We don't look people in the eye. Come on, somebody. Amen. Why? The eye is the window to the soul. And if the eye is dark, oh, I wish I had somebody. You know, you know what, I, what I'm grateful for today? I got some help. I got some help, y'all. And even when it looks like Everything is falling apart. Even when it looks bad. God just keeps showing up. Have you ever experienced that before? Because you lift your eyes to the Lord. Verse 7, and I'm coming to a close. He says, the Lord will... Oh, Lord Jesus. The Lord will protect you from all evil. But you got to keep your eyes lifted. You got to keep looking to the hill. Where's my help? My help is in the Lord. He says the Lord will protect you. Tell your neighbor from all evil. I don't care what form of evil come your way. No weapons 
Oh, you better shout right there. No weapons formed against you shall prosper. What the devil meant for evil, God meant it for your good. Do I have anybody? Do I have anybody here that understand that God is the one that's really protecting you? You've been in some dangerous situations. The Bible says he protects us from danger seen and unseen. The things I don't see, God protects me from it. And I thank God today that I'm encouraged today. That I'm from today on and forevermore, I'm going to lift my eyes. I'm going to stop looking away. I'm going to stop looking down. I'm going to stop looking around. But I'm going to lift my eyes to the hill. Remember this, your help is not in the hill, (laughs) but in the God that made the hill. Do I have anybody? He says, the Lord will protect me. I don't care what the devil throw at you. I don't care where he tried to pull you down from. He says, he will protect you, not from some evil. Come on, somebody. But what? All evil. You better hear me. He says, he will keep your soul. The Lord will guard you. Come on, somebody. Tell your neighbor, Brinks can't help you. Amen. ADT can't help you. U-verse can't help you. Ring doorbell can't help you. But when you got the Lord, you can leave your door unlocked. Someone said, uh-uh, I ain't doing that, Pastor. I ain't doing that. That's too much right there. See? See how I lost you right quick? You were, you were going with me there for a minute, right? You were going right there, right? See, see how will you know that the Lord is protecting you if you don't try it? Now, don't be foolish now, okay? <laughs> don't go to the store, leave your car running, go in the store, leave the car running, and then come back and think it's going to be there, especially in the hood, all right? Now, that's foolishness. That ain't the Lord help. That's foolishness. <laughs> but, but, but I love this psalm because it helps me to understand because there are times when you feel like you're by yourself. You ever feel like that? But God is the one that's helping you. And the last thing is this. What kind of help he gives us? Protected help. Protected help. God will preserve you from your enemy. He will preserve you in the midst of chaos. And when you get out of your journey, you'll realize that he's the one protecting you. Tell your neighbor, he's protecting me. I've made it. Come on, somebody. I've made it this far. I've made it this far. Do I have to go there? Y'all want me to go there. Okay. You remember driving home drunk? Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. You, You remember all them people you done slept with without a condom? You remember all those things you done did? And listen, you were like, you got caught up in the moment. But yet God. Oh, I thank you for grace and mercy. 
Oh, I don't think you hear me. I, 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 I thank God for what? Grace and mercy. You woke up in places, you're like, how did I get here? You got involved with people that you didn't even know. Watch this. They were plotting on you, but you just escaped by the nick of time. Listen, listen, listen. When, when the devil tried to destroy you, nick of time. They're about, they fired you and the next day you got a job. Come on, somebody. Recognizing, you know what I'm saying? Recognizing your help is an important thing. But you got to lift your eyes. Got to lift your eyes, saints. I don't want to see you walking around with your eyes looking away, looking down. Lift your eyes. One time a man was trapped on an elevator. The immediate reaction of all people in that elevator was to panic. Everybody panicked. They were trapped. Hmm, some of you feel like that. They were stuck and they couldn't get out. Some people on the elevator were crying out, help, help, help. They were sincerely crying out. They were begging for help. Yes, but it wasn't working. You ever been there? Begging, begging, begging. Help, help. Stuck on the elevator. The other folks were banging on the door. Bam, bam. No one was hearing all that noise. But the folks inside the elevator, they kept right on banging. They kept right on banging. Desperate people do desperate things in desperate times. And some of us were in a desperate situation right now. They were crying out. There was one, but there on the elevator, there was one man that was real calm. And all he did, he simply walked over to the other side. Pulled down the latch, picked up the telephone, and waited. And a voice on the other side said, is there a problem? He said, we're trapped on the elevator between this floor and that floor. Can we get some help? They responded, we'll be right there. See, everybody forget, forgot about the phone. They were so into being trapped. Oh, that they forgot that the phone was linked to the security department. I'm going somewhere. All they had to do was pick up the phone and they would be released, hallelujah, from a hostage situation. All their human efforts that we put into helping ourselves, banging, yelling, shouting, wouldn't work. All we got to do is ask for help. Do I have anybody? I want to tell somebody. As I close this message today, lift your eyes to the hill from which cometh your help. Your help comes from the Lord. Give God a hand clap of praise.